This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Greg said 4.25 dicks, four are erect, and 0.25 is getting out of the pool dick. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Conjecturing Horrorist Podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Greg. Hey, you guys. And I'm your host, Rob. All right, so we're we're back with our uh, second week here, uh, second week of anniversary show. We cut it a bit short uh, on the first part just because it was so dang long. Uh, so now we're back to the episode here, going through our favorite segments. So let's uh, let's kind of move forward now. Let's kind of maybe get into some of our favorite episodes now this is kind of like a big segment here but uh you know i definitely want to say before we get there we want to shout out what i'm sure is a group favorite our month-long conjecture ween which was all of october mm. uh we did five of 11 horror movies that month laura was the host of most of those episodes laura did you enjoy hosting that month-long spectacular what do you think no i i think it's time <laughs> Well, I think the first episode I did and then I listened to myself and I was like, what was wrong with me? I sounded like I took Adderall and I drank and I don't know, did some speed. I don't fucking know. I don't I sounded crazy. And so then I got really nervous and I just couldn't wait for it to be back to you, Rob. <laughs> yeah, she started out super angry. We thought it was like Michael Myers, like on the pod with us yelling at us. And it was crazy. These first couple episodes, I think it was like episodes like 35 to 38 or something like they did all the Halloween movies, more or less. Oh man! But, uh, but it was super fun and watching those movies, you know, in, in a certain order and having more effect for us. It was super cool. Yeah, you know, especially for Halloween. What do you think, Greg? What did you like about Conjecture Ween? I just love the fact that when it when you get close to Halloween, you start getting that autumn vibe you know you start watching some scary movies you think about trick-or-treating and all that good stuff the we turned a whole that holiday into a whole month and that was so cool and what better series to review than the halloween series and it was a series that i had never honestly i hadn't watched a single one so it being like a fresh take watching with you guys talking about it and understanding the context of the different movies and how they fit into each other and how they didn't you know, it was like the coolest thing to me. Yeah, super cool, super cool. Yeah, and speaking of conjecturing, I think we got someone who wants to say a little something maybe to Laura here. Let's see. Daniel Harris here wanting to wish you a very, very, very happy, happy anniversary to you all and all your listeners. Also a very special hello from me to Laura, who I heard is a very big fan of mine. Laura, you are my scream queen. Sending you lots of love. Take care. Bye. So we got I uh, got Daniel Harris there from <laughs> Halloween. What is it, Laura? Halloween three? Is it Halloween three? What is it? The four? Four and five and oh my god! Uh, a horror icon back again for the Rob Zombie. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. You know, one of Laura's I think idols. She loves her so much. So what, how do you feel, Laura, having her? You know, shout you out and. I think I just blacked out. What? I love you, <laughs> Daniel Harris. Oh my god, that's amazing. I will she be your scream, scream queen, queen any day. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's so, so cool. cool. That's so cool. Yeah, oh my yeah. 
<laughs> That's wow. so awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, so let's get into our, our favorite episodes now. You know, there was uh, there was actually this was actually a pretty daunting task, I think, yeah. for all of us going through the past 53 episodes and picking only three, I think, was super hard for me. I know. Yeah. You know, how did you guys feel picking them, listening to them? What, what do you think, Laura? Yeah, it was really tough. I mean, there was quite a few and it was hard. I feel like a lot of our later episodes were really strong. But I, you know, for me, I kind of wanted to pick earlier episodes or like, you know, the first 20, 25, just because I wanted to, I wanted to spotlight some that may have gotten forgotten, you know, Mm, I mean, it's so long ago and kind of in the middle. So yeah, it was really hard. You guys, I mean, we rock. What is the what is the criteria you guys used? Um, like, is there a common thread that you see between your top three? Laughs, laughing, really, hundred oh, percent. Okay. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, for me, my my listening and note taking would be broken down into like opening conversation. Then we got like horrorish question or game, and then we got kind of like review content laughs. Mm-hmm. And to me, like it opened with a funny like thing where we're having like a really funny conversation about something stupid. That to me, it's like okay, check it off there. If it's a great horrorish question game, check it off. If it's a great laughs throughout, check it off. And that's a favorite episode. There are certain ones where like one of the three might not have been that strong. Right. I'm like, all right, well, it's not going to be a fave then. So yeah. Uh, but like I said, going through all of them, fifty three, and listening to them all was was crazy and daunting. I mean, we, we should have started. Much ago guys like we i think we waited way too long to start trying to re-listen to 50 something oh my god (laughs) i've literally heard our voices night and day for the last (laughs) like two months like i feel like i dream about us now (laughs) like not in a good way (laughs) just too much (laughs) yeah yeah what about you greg what was your criteria mine was overall like balance so (laughs) it was like if we covered every feasible aspect of the movie that you could while also having some really funny moments sprinkled in that basically like if I got to the end of the episode and I felt complete, like I had heard everything that there had to be Mm. talked about, about the different aspects of the movie, you know? um, And then at the same time, we just had some ridiculous talks throughout the way that I was like, okay, then we're good. And it, those movies tended to float toward the top for me. Mm. And like you said, Rob, if, if, you know, one of those was, you know, there weren't as many funny parts or if we kind of just skimmed it or, you know, went too far in one direction, then it kind of got dropped a little bit. But the ones that I loved the most were the ones where we just covered everything and it was just very balanced for me. Wow. That's interesting. I feel like me and Laura, I mean, normally on this pod, that makes the most sense. Me and Laura are usually going for laughs or dumb stuff. And Greg is the level headed one trying to dig deep into an episode, you know, even breaking down our own episodes. Greg is trying to dig deep into it. That's super cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So good job, Greg. Good job. Yeah. So let's, let's run down, you know, we each pick three again. Uh, I think originally we started with five and we we were like, okay, this is just too much guys. Let's go down to three. So uh, who wants to start here? Uh, One of you guys want to start? Yeah, I'll start my number. So we're doing top three, right? So my number three is our exorcist episode number 40. And that one was just so good because this is a movie that came before our time. So we, it, it doesn't match a lot of the modern movies that we've seen. So I was impressed with our ability to go back and try to look at it as a 1970 something movie and kind of give it the credit that it deserves, even though the first like 20, 30 minutes just seems so bizarre and out of place. 
So that was good. And I just, <laughs> the fact that when we started the episode, I remember my lips happened to be pretty chapped and just like that <laughs> running joke of like Rob calling me the little girl. Cause her lips look super dry and chapped the whole movie. Oh, just no. like that, like keeps getting me and it's whether that, or, you know, Rob calling me father Greg or talking about the demon doing a standard routine during the times that he's like, you know, possessed uh, Reagan's body to the conjecturous, you know, the wizard talk that we, I mean, a lot of, we cover a lot of these different topics. Laura had a very good talk about the medical procedures and how terrifying that was to go through and why that was necessary. So we hit so many different things and still had fun along the way. And I think we, we did a good job, you know, really reviewing one of the horror movie classics. So I, I was so happy and proud about that episode that that definitely makes my top three. Nice. Yeah, it's a great episode. Let's listen to a clip here from that episode. Um, so let's do what we're wearing tonight. Zoom backgrounds. Uh, what are you wearing tonight, uh, their father? <laughs> so I, I'm dressed as Father Marin, and that's my background. You kind of see him in the back with Father Damien. They're starting the exorcism. Is that mm-hmm. what's happening in my background? So, yeah, it's pretty simple. I've got my little black shirt, this white thing. I don't really know what this does. You know what this does? It's just kind <laughs> it of a... Does? Or what it, it is, or why? Do it. I, don't think it does <laughs> I think it protects your Adam's apple from demons. Yeah. So oh, okay. No, no demons can karate chop your neck. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just made of the papers, though. <laughs> oh, dang. Kevlar or anything. You're gonna get karate chopped in tonight. Yeah, and this is my this is my prop. It's been melting here for the last twenty minutes. Uh, it's it's cookies and cream, also known as a, a pazuki, as we learned <laughs> from Laura. The, the, de- <laughs> the ghost demon in this movie is called pazuki. So no, <laughs> it's pazuzu. I'm taking a bite. Oh, uh, look at him. He's taking a bite out of pazuzu. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. It was fine. All right, so let's uh, let's get into the movie now. You know, if anybody listening, hopefully my audio sounds better. I was possessed by Pazuki for the first thirty minutes. So, <laughs> uh, Greg uh, did a did an affirmation on me, and he blessed me and threw some holy water. So my my voice sounds a lot better now. So that's good. You know, I like it. I like it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. <laughs> yeah. As I was eating my ice cream, I was like, "The power of ice compels you," and oh my god, restored yourself. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where the crucifix went, but we won't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so let's. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I'm, I'm free now. I'm free, everybody. I'm back. You know, I'm fully back. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait. If I'm not mistaken, though, I don't know if Lord, if you guys remember this. You know, because we talk about the what is what is the father's name? The end father, Mulaney. What is his name? Mer- Merlin or Marin. Merlin. <laughs> Merlin. <laughs> oh my god, they needed a fucking wizard in this movie. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm here, guys. He's like, "Thou shall not pass." <laughs> Anytime you saw the stairs, I, I just those shots and the lighting, even the one behind you, Laura, right here, with where Merlin pops up to the the driveway, and he's, he's standing underneath the street lamppost. Like that that shot in the movie is so iconic. I almost wanted to pause it and just admire how yeah. well it was shot. So the director can, can was you on can point. you do like can you do a sketch of that image but just put him in like a wizard hat and a stand a staff? Oh my god. <laughs> Like we so could we could, we could post we could post that to Instagram and, and everything you know <laughs> yeah that's 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 a it's a cakewalk I, I can do that he's already got the hat yeah he's, he's got to put a point on it point to, yeah yeah exactly. he's got like the magician's bag too yeah, yeah. Bag oh of my god I like that's it I like hilarious. it hilarious <laughs> bag of tricks 
Yeah, so there's our there's our clips from the Exorcist, mostly about Merlin, <laughs> uh, which which we def we did create the image. We had the image, and then yeah. we put it on Twitter and Instagram. That's fucking going on a shirt. There's the you know what I mean. That's definitely it's it's so cool, Greg. Uh, so what do you think, Greg? Listening back to that, you know? Oh, I I love it. Like it seems like we're not even talking about the movie, but those are the parts where <laughs> we know. we go we are like bridging themes from scene to scene and just talking about silly stuff. I just. I loved it. And I definitely want to make a shirt of that. The conjecture is so good. Listen, yeah, go back and listen to the episode, episode 40 exorcist. It's it's a great episode. It's so hilarious. You know? Uh, yeah. So Laura, let's get to your, what's going to be your number three favorite episode. My number three is an early one. It's our episode seven Mothman prophecies. And I love it. Well, I love it because it's one of our earlier episodes and we're all together, we're drinking. It's very clear that that's a situation. <laughs> <laughs> and also just, you know, I really enjoyed when we watched this movie, it was the second time I'd seen it. And I remember that, you know, the rewatch was very different for me and we all felt really unnerved about it. It was pretty creepy. And also just like the laughs and the moments from recording were so funny. Like the Slothman prophecies. It just doesn't get any better than that. It's so good. Yeah, let's uh, listen to a clip here. I think we had a couple of creepy moth stories that happened. Let's listen to it here. Oh, yes. When it got to the, I was, I'm watching this movie. I rented it on YouTube and I'm watching it on my phone, right? And I was interested in going back to the part in the beginning where the Mothman, it's like one of the first scenes where he... Oh, when you see him, actually. When you see Mm -hmm. him, like, Mm -hmm. jumping in front of the car. Mm -hmm. And then Devin Rassing loses control and they they crash. I paused it. By the way, super freaky. He looks Mm -hmm. insane and diabolical. And you know with your phone, if you push... On your iPhone, if you push the home button and the power button, it takes a screen cap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take a couple screen caps of this, pause and pause, mm-hmm. just see what it looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, I did that, and then I was going to try to bring it to the pod and say, oh, mm-hmm. this is what they think the Mothman looks like. Then when the movie was over on YouTube, I closed the app, and I went to my photo library, mm-hmm. and all the photos, that the screen caps that I took were black. <laughs> like blank. Oh my god! And so I was like freaking out, and like I was starting to get kind of sweaty. And I was like, kind of doing this, like shit. <sighs> then I went back to the video, the, the video, and I tried to do it again. I took more screen caps, more blank screens. Whoa! And then I was doing some research, and then I realized YouTube has a feature in, pra- in place where you can't take screen caps. It, like it's copyright protected, so if you push the button. <laughs> It won't. It won't do anything. So I was like, "Oh, thank God, I'm not being haunted by the Mothman." Greg's like shit in his pants. I was. I was like being like, "God uh, like damn you!" Thank God, terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever since I saw this movie, there have been like moths that get stuck in between like, all the time. So it'll be first thing in the morning. You'll open the front door to leave the house. It's like six, whatever in the morning, and there's just a fucking giant. Mom. Are you serious? It's mm-hmm. just like, oh God. And of course, it's just after I've seen this movie now, mm-hmm. I see him like left and right. Um, it's like 99 <clears throat> will die. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking out the window and it's just like freaking me out. And then my phone fucking rings. I'm not fucking joking. My phone rings. It's fucking one in the morning. It's oh one in the morning. God, and my phone rings. It's like sitting next to me on the couch. And it just says unknown. <laughs> 
And I was like, what the fuck? Oh my god, what is No, I didn't answer it. Hell no. There's no fucking way I'm answering that fucking phone. You know? But then the next morning I like went to my phone to be like, what the fuck, you know? And it has no no history of this call. I swear to God, there's no history of this call. Because it was like one it would have just left. He's out. It was like one whatever 148 or something i remember so the exact like, time you were so paranoid you hallucinated this i don't know i don't fucking know but i'm just like i Your went to phone my phone literally called you and the next morning it was not in the call history it was not on the call history no because it would have been at the top of the history it would have been the last call and it would have been unknown of course you know and then it was like the top and it was like you know the last call with my wife earlier in the day oh, it's oh, not man, fucking there I you would have answered? Oh, fuck yeah, I would. You're fucking, you're ball, you got bigger balls than I do. I got, <laughs> I got huge balls. Laura guys. fucks. <laughs> oh my god. Laura's falling off her chair. <laughs> she was waiting for it. She was waiting for it. She knew it was coming. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Oh my god! That was legit. One of the two scary, like I think maybe the first scariest moment that has happened in the pod was Laura being haunted by a demon when we started clapping, and that was I don't know, man. If that was n- not number one, that was definitely number two. It was definitely freaky when that phone called me and disappeared in the middle of the night when I was sleeping. Apparently, oh but uh, I, I love Laura's reaction of like I'd answer that shit <laughs> with her fucking you know gusto and her giant balls and me with my tiny pecker is like nope. <laughs> oh man, so great! Oh my god! Yeah, like you said again, it has nothing to do with the movie, but you know what? Just a great point we had that thing that happened to us, and but a, such a great episode overall. It was honestly one of my honorable mentions. I think Laura picked it, that's why I couldn't throw it on mine. But great choice, Laura! Great so choice. good, so good. Oh man, yeah. So for me, my number three pick. Speaking of conjecturing, I got to go Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. It was our end of our conjecturing. Laura was picking all the movies. And I don't know why she picked that one for last, but uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's listen to the clip here and maybe she can help explain a bit. We're doing Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, 1982. This was Laura's choice to end our conjecturing on a glorious high note. Um, so, Laura, why did you pick this last? Why is this going to be the last thing people hear from conjecturing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so sorry. I've made a huge mistake. My favorite memory of having to watch this movie was the same night I watched it, getting a text message from Greg saying, I'm about 30 minutes in, and I think I may have accidentally put on the porno version of this movie. So, like, okay, they get they uh, shack up into the same, like, motel room, and then what does she say? She goes, oh, she goes, where do you want to sleep, Dr. Chalice? And I... <laughs> I thought, did I rent the wrong version? <laughs> and it's so weird. They just met. And I mean, like, l- let's be honest. Is there like anything that gets us more in the mood for sex than, you know, investigating the recent and grotesque death and assassination of my father <laughs> a day ago? And now currently I'm in an active investigation into a corporate conspiracy to murder children around the world within 48 hours like yeah i'm totally ready to go guys like that that gets me going in this movie it's only been 20 minutes they just met why are they doing this 
he literally is just like, I gave you a ride. Give me some. Yeah. You know? No, he's like, oh, I'll be your new daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, that's nasty, Laura. That's nasty, Laura. <laughs> too far, Laura. Too far. Even I wouldn't have said that. I think it'd be cool. Like, if they determined that he was a cyborg over a, a majority of the movies, then <laughs> it, it would be interesting to see who is, who is behind him, who is oh. causing him to act a certain way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why does it just hit me? How we were like genuinely talking about this, like it's an option, like also real. Like, well, no, I think it was a cyborg. It's like, where the fuck have we gone? We have derailed so far, just like this movie did. Oh my god, I just can't believe this is real life. Oh, I love that we I mean, flabbergasted Laura with that cyborg talk. I, yeah. Like, I, you guys, I will put up with it for a moment and then it just keeps going and going and it's like all of a sudden i just i'm like what where are we what's happening yeah me me and greg had a full conversation about a theory we i read online that michael myers was like a robot and 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 the halloween three season of the witch like company like got him and made him into a cyborg and so we were going down a tangent and laura was just like where am i like what's happening it just couldn't take it anymore like rob i feel like you and i are more like like mountains to, to where we have like gradual slopes to where a joke can just kind of go down and then just like fizzle out in some way once we feel like it's run its course but laura is more like a series of cliffs like you'll just be fine until you're not fine and you're like i'm not joking about this oh anymore. my god you just <laughs> described my life that's exactly how i am with everything wow that's so funny that's so that, that's such a fun episode as much as we were joking about being like why did we end conjecturing with this it's it's the most ridiculous it's an insane movie that that we break down and and, and joke about and and stuff like that it's so so good so episode 30 halloween three season of the witch uh, definitely my number three favorite episode overall so many laughs that episode uh greg so let's go to what's going to be your number two for favorite episode greg my second favorite episode is a recent one. We did Cloverfield. So that's episode 48. And I just, I love the episode so much because, well, for one, I mean, we, we educate Elor on what, like, kaijus and, you know, how, like, what is a kaiju and what isn't a kaiju. And her pretty much, like, is spending the whole episode rattling off things that clearly aren't kaijus. So talking about that you know the, the funny thing about um found footage type movies like it is you're more concerned with like the format of the movie than you are anything else so you don't really think about acting as much but we really break down the acting and i i loved how we all looked at the acting differently like hud rob you're a big fan of him and laura you really hated him and i was more down the middle i felt like the way we tackled that conversation just really reflects on how we look at uh, you know movies and acting in general i thought that was so cool yeah yeah let's listen to a couple of uh, snippets from cloverfield episode true, true. can you just say the word kaiju laura can you just say kaiju, kaiju. okay thank you appreciate it okay all right, good good all right, we can move on okay all right i was hoping you'd use it in your synopsis and you would have learned something but you didn't so this way that anytime laura refers Ouch. to the monster as as anything but a kaiju you can just superimpose her saying kaiju into it yeah. Okay, now I know his name is Kaiju. Fine. I'll call him by his not a name. Which is Kaiju. It's not it's not his name. It's a it's Nope, a, I'm calling him Kaiju. Name. He will only be known as Kaiju from here on out. <laughs> actually, uh, I, I, actually, I actually read something online that like his name actually was like Clovey or 
like clothes. You're, you're clothes. full of shit. No, you're I'm not. I'm not. I'm not full of shit. Well, I'm then not. you're gullible of shit because that's not true. <laughs> I about giant like monsters like a, like a kaiju godzilla-esque you, you guys know. keep saying kaiju i don't know what that means oh my goodness oh, <laughs> i haven't goodness. heard of the word kaiju greg you, kaiju? you know greg you need to break it down you're the anime guy okay i don't know the it's exact anime but a kaiju is a large it, it's like a giant creature giant like we're talking <laughs> stories tall that that devastates uh you know cities so if that's the case, then the only options we have to choose from are Godzilla, this movie, and Jurassic Park. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park is not is not considered a kaiju or they a are not kaiju. They're, They're dinosaurs. Giants. It's a dinosaur. No, we're talking like multi-level, like Rampage, right? That's another one. Rampage movie with the rock. Um, you know, Pacific um... Rim might be considered one. Mm-hmm. Rock can give me a Pacific Rim. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> She's kidding. Oh my god, I'm just kidding. Oh. You're, you're not kidding, there's that the thing that really got me like so they have these jaws they're like beetles and mm-hmm. they're sort of insect like and i thought it was r- very realistic uh the way that, that it was shot but the thing that really got me was the sound that they made hmm. when they got really close to the camera you could hear like blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and it <laughs> it was just so <laughs> gross and i don't know no don't creature know on earth makes that noise but it was so <laughs> well it's now so now there is now there's a creature in the <laughs> do you guys know what i'm talking about <laughs> i don't remember that noise in this movie at all i don't remember that. oh that was funny oh that totally stood out yeah <laughs> i like you picturing as greg running down like a subway making that noise <laughs> scary scary people <laughs> oh, oh yeah, so there's our there's our <laughs> clips from Cloverfield. We got Kaiju. We got Greg making crazy noises in a subway. Uh, so what do you, what do you think, Laura? Wiping the tear from your eye. I love that episode. That honestly almost made my top three. It, it's amazing. It is. It is. I was like you, Laura. I was trying to stay away from like recent episodes, wanting to spy, uh, spotlight some old episodes. But it's man, listening listen to that episode, I think I, I literally think during our our thread kind of chatting i think laura you're the one that called out like this should be the standard of an yes. episode like we, we we did a great discussion talking about like the filmatic score like the the hud the characters the way it was shot and then like the jokes throughout about things that it was a great overall episode it really was yeah before before we move on from cloverfield laura i just want to play a little clip here for you real fast about uh something you did on that episode oh no my song isn't like the i don't know like a I don't know, like like Blue Man Group song gets stuck in your fucking head, like I'm Blue or something like that. What is that song, Greg? Remember there I'm you Blue? Dabu do, dabu die. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that song, I think is horrible, but you cannot get it out of your fucking head. You know? Does that make it good I still or bad? I know every word to that song. Wait, Laura, you said you know every word to that song. I think I still do. Yeah. All right, take a few more sips of your cocktail. I'm <laughs> I'm looking forward to you reciting all those words. No, uh, story about a little guy that lives in the blue world and all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue like him inside and outside blue his house with the blue little windows and the blue corvette and everything is blue for him and himself Uh oh Uh oh (laughs) oh i know it uh i just i just had to shout that out laura that was that was one of the things i'm talking about of like favorite episodes of like that was in the intro joking around and something that just was like put a check what a funny ass intro (laughs) that we had to that episode laura singing blue song whoops (laughs) 
So great. So great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So all right, let's get to your pick now, Laura. So what's going to be your number two pick of her fave episode? I picked episode 18, The Invitation. Greg, are you paying attention? I'm, I'm all ears. Let's hear it. <laughs> all right. This is one of my picks. And I just remember being super excited for you guys to watch this movie. And then even more so than that, we had guests on the show. We had Greg's wife, Lindsay, who's one of my besties. We had my husband, Brooks, who, boy, did he make a splash on that episode. He was super funny. And on top of that, yeah. Rob made up this the best game. It was like a newlywed S game called Are You Happier Than really? a Torrance? And it was so fucking funny. At one point, Brooks thought he was trying to guess Greg and Lindsay's bedroom <laughs> prowess. I mean, it was like, I re-listened to this episode and I laughed so hard. And it just brought me back to that feeling of recording that episode. And I don't know, like personally, that was a favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely for that episode, I felt, uh, you know, a, uh, not a sense, but I felt a, a duty, send out an invitation to these spouses of these two and have this uh, family, not family feud, but, uh, you know, joking about this, this game with them that I created, really just wanting to embarrass them for most of the segments. So, uh, but let, let's, let's hear a little, little couple of clips from the game. So which, which of those three choices uh, best describes your other's bedroom prowess? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> So I'm describing my bedroom prowess. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's, uh, you know, something. Let's have a little fun here. Let's do double. So Lindsay, and you guys choose yours and Greg's. So you can choose one of each. So you can do your bedroom prowess. Says that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do both. Let's do both. That'll be funny. Well, but then what do I do? Same. You can try to get, get guess yours and guess his, and then Brooks guesses his and yours. Wait, what are the options Wait, I'm again? To get, I'm trying to guess theirs. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know let's see what they pick i think they might have got a clean sweep greg what would you put for you guys for me i put jack and for Lindsay, i put wendy oh. wendy i haven't been a simpering idiot <laughs> what about you brooks do you have any opinions you've been sitting there for 20 minutes i have no idea what you guys are talking about <laughs> <laughs> what horror character would you want to spend the night with I think it's almost more embarrassing for me. <laughs> Would you put? I just put a generic a vampire. <laughs> just a vampire? <laughs> well, I couldn't think of anything. And I like vampire stuff, but I couldn't think of like a horror vampire. <laughs> you couldn't think of like a guy vampire? Mm-hmm. Not in a horror movie. Oh, we we got this because I put Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood. Oh. He's a vampire. <laughs> what? No. I demand a recount. Um, go in a... <laughs> a formal, a formal protest. I feel like we should get at least half the points for that. I didn't know that was an option. Can I put a human being? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's some, there's some highlights from that oh, game. Mostly spotting it. out Laura. Uh, I mean, uh, Lindsay and Brooks in that game, and just oh my god. For being our guests, they were so funny. They both just, I mean, they were having a good time. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was it was another great like episode and everything and reviewing the movie, but it was literally like 45 minutes of the game of me just proposing ridiculous questions to so them fun. as spouses. So, 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 fun. so funny. So funny. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, for me, I got to say my number two favorite episode has to be uh, episode 26. The thing John Carpenter's the thing episode. 
I mean, this episode was like funny. We were digging deep into thing. I had theories left and right oh, about yeah. what was happening in this movie. And Laura was not having any of it. Laura, you know, was trying to tell me what she didn't like. And I mean, we were going at each other. And and to be honest with you, like, it's been a while since I had to do that. So I enjoyed the hell out of it. So let's listen to a couple of uh, clips here. Well, yeah, for, I, for example, yeah. Laura, like the scene you're talking about where he left the light on, like I, I got that scene. I understood what was going on. That's why were your eyes closed? Were you scared? <laughs> no, he was just like, we all have to stick together. We don't know who this thing's going to get. Oh, I'm going to go look at my shack by myself. Why? Because when I last left, the lights were off and now the lights are on. So now I'm like, oh, is there an alien in there then? Well, yeah, well, guess what? Obvious, yeah. Off camera. No, off camera. He apparently goes to his shack, finds nothing, turns the light off, and it's never mentioned again. No, no. What are you talking about? No, he come. The one guy that he went with him comes back first, and he says that when they went there, he found the guy's, you know, McCready's like dirty underwear all ripped up. He found that earlier. McCready went by himself. Didn't he go with Nalls? Yes, he went with somebody. So who turned it on? Well, somebody was clearly setting him up. Somebody was setting him up because they put the his Who was setting him up. It was probably this one scientist oh guy. Remember God. the scientist guy that was building the alien spaceship. He clearly can go wherever he wanted. He kept going out for parts. You're you're making up a whole nother sub story that doesn't exist. But I hate to tell you, <laughs> you're you're crazy, Laura. I, I really think you you were scarred from watching. I think I think when the first dog scene happened and the dog's mouth filleted open and like another another dog popped out. I think Laura's mind like turned off and so she doesn't remember parts of this movie i think i think i think she's just trying to recover right now and trying to like save some face i don't know what's going on because me and greg both both understand we knew what was going on it was about the dirty drawers laura doesn't understand it are you serious (laughs) wow rob you know what i'll tell you at least greg can handle a shitting all over his movies (laughs) he handles it with grace (laughs) i don't know i don't know i don't i don't know what to say laura I don't know. I think a stereotypical big-headed alien yeah. that's piloting that ship. It just seems weird to me. Well, the only other thing I would defend to that oh, now, I love so this, one. this is what I'm doing tonight, I guess, is defending things. But I would say, uh, what about if the... Because this is technically a symbiote. This is a symbiote. That's, that's what this yeah. is. What if the symbiote actually infected an alien and oh. that's who the ship is? Is not really that The symbiote is not from the ship. The symbiote is infecting the alien. Does that make sense? <laughs> Laura? Laura? Rebuttal? Uh-huh. You're not feeling You don't think so? <laughs> Laura doesn't like this other movie I'm writing. <laughs> oh my god, you guys have lost me so hard right now. I like, not only do I not know what the fuck you're talking about, but I also just like don't, don't really care. And I'm just sitting here like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. I think the only other thing I really shot out that I really didn't like was I didn't like Kurt Russell's giant Yosemite Sam hat. (laughs) (laughs) I thought his hat was ridiculous. I was like, what, what is this? Whose choice was this hat? Like, like, is that, is that to to block like snow? I don't know what's going on with this hat. Oh man. I laughed so hard at that hat. It was bad. My husband was like, let's make a hat like that out of paper for you to wear for your podcast. And I was like, there's yeah. no way in hell we could ever make that hat. No, like, there's, there's not, there's, yeah, there's not a big enough piece of paper to even fold that origami into a hat. 
Nothing was ridiculous. He was like the original oh Pharrell. My God. He was the original Pharrell wearing his big old giant hat around. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, maybe that's where Pharrell got it from. He, he watched this movie. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, so there's some there's some clips from the Thing episode. Mostly me me and Laura going at each other. Oh, They're talking man. about Kurt Russell's giant hat. You know, uh, but, th- but that's another one that just had a great intro conversation about me and Greg not understanding each other. And Greg said he was reeling and I didn't understand what he was talking about. I thought he was talking about he's fishing, oh, my God. you know, which is so another funny. funny thing. And Laura's saying that we're, we're both aliens and a great opening, a great discussion throughout. You know, we pointed out we broke down the movie, but it was mostly about Laura not digging that movie overall me just being mostly angry about her decision <laughs> and coming at her left and right so i love that review it's such a great episode so good that that theory you came up with rob was so legit though i was so sad that laura like wasn't picking up on it but i was like oh this is this is a good theory i like it i know i think so too i think so too i think uh, i think john carpenter needs to contact me we'll we'll, we'll hash it out you know um so let's uh let's get to uh what are we on we're on greg's number one pick right yeah greg what's your number one favorite episode out of all 52 episodes that we've done up to this point my number one is episode 23 paranormal activity yeah (laughs) it is such a good episode start to finish and again going with the theme of balance discussion and tone this one is at the top for me. I feel like we dissected the movie from every possible angle. You know, what would we do? What is the right thing to do? What would they do? You, the, the lore behind the ghosts. And also um, we just had so many various side conversations about questions Rob would ask us about, you know, if we were a <laughs> ghost, where would we bite somebody? And kind of like our backgrounds to have we ever seen a ghost in the past? I mean, we just start talking about ghosts and all the different little side conversations. And I actually liked how this episode wasn't as structured as some of the other ones. And I don't know that that's the right formula, but for some reason it works so well with this movie mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's listen to a couple of clips here from it. Um, let's do our last little bit here of what couple things did you guys learn from this movie? Oh, so you can call out, you know, two, three things that you guys learned or shout out something cool. Micah did maybe. I know Greg's answer. Oh yeah. Leave that chick. He's like, if yeah. you want, yeah, if you want to survive, <laughs> Break up with Katie's ass. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what ghosts don't have is baggage. I'm out of here, yeah. <laughs> I got 99 problems, but a demon ain't one of them. All right, that's what I think of. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Okay, I've got a couple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you bring people to you? If you have a house full of like 20 of your, you know, 20 friends or, you know, maybe you're you like live streaming your life to the internet or something. <laughs> <laughs> you think a demon's gonna like present itself when like the world is watching you i think oh my god it, greg, it wouldn't greg's possessed by a demon and he's like i'm gonna throw rager <laughs> <laughs> this is what i'm saying it's all context you guys it's all yeah, context. he's like he's the like demon. he's like byod bring your own demon yeah <laughs> oh fuck wow <laughs> Okay. Point three, I'm going to go the total opposite direction. If you're being haunted, go homeless. I think 
if you if you live out on the street and you have like a cardboard box, what's the worst it could do? Like knock over your box? Oh, big big oh, deal, man, Greg. Like so. you know, push you to the side. Like you know, it's not gonna mess with you and like slam door. You don't have a door. You don't have a so door. I'm just like, you're not gonna get haunted. Uh-huh. So it's like mm-hmm. it just makes me laugh and sad because mm-hmm. go homeless like it's an option. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's some there's some of my favorite clips from the paranormal episode mostly spotting out greg and the funny things he said that episode oh, uh what gosh. do you what do you think about that laura oh so good it's, it's <laughs> the best that was such a good episode <laughs> yeah greg do you still stand by go homeless or a rager you still stand by those things if you're haunted I do. I do. Honestly, <laughs> I, I think I would have probably worded in a more PC fashion, but I, I still think that's this. Anytime I see a movie where someone's being haunted by ghosts, I always go there. It's like either go out in the open or bring the world to you. And then, you know, is it going to show itself? I still hold on to that. I, yeah. That was yeah. a that was a good question. I I also liked in that episode how you talk about some of the things that you experienced when you were a kid, and those were some mm. very creepy moments. Listening to that too, that was yeah. very entertaining to me. Yeah, it's another episode where we get super deep into the movie itself. We make jokes, but we tell about some personal stories about me being haunted and punching my grandpa in the closet and all that <laughs> stuff. And so it's a, it's a great getting it's kicked a great, out of Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, and, getting kicked out of Knott's Berry Farm and all that stuff. So it's a great episode. Episode 23, Paranormal. Great pick for your number one choice, Greg. Great oh, yeah. pick, great Thank pick. Thank you. So, Laura, we're over to you, Laura. What's going to be your number one pick for favorite episode? All right. Come on. My number one episode is episode 24, Scream, obviously. Mm. Yeah, obviously. I mean, how much fun was I having in this episode? (laughs) I had the best time. I was like geeking out through all the fun facts and trivia. I I was just having the best time. And uh, honestly, like all in all, I was just so happy that you guys loved the movie almost as much as I did. You guys both enjoyed it. But the best part was that I had to give Rob an anatomy lesson (laughs) midway through the episode. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely my favorite moment. So uh, that's why I pulled it. Let's listen to it. And maybe a little intro from Laura here. Uh Uh-oh. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did that come out the way you wanted it to? I don't. I don't know what that was. Actually, I feel like I feel like that was the demon from last week from Paranormal came came forward. What was that? Uh, was supposed to be the ghost face killer, but I think I sounded more like from the spoof scary movies. Oh, you were you were trying to do like what's your favorite scary movie like that? Yeah, you were trying, and you went like way too far into it. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask Laura. Like, I don't. I, this was like a stupid thing, but I just feel like I want to ask Laura as a woman. So the scene where Rose McGowan walks into the garage and her nipples are erect. Oh, so, no, I wanted to ask you though, because like, is, is, is that something they did on purpose? Yeah. Oh, so they did. Oh, the, yeah. Was, cause I was like, yeah. Cause I was, you know, I don't, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was a very, uh, it's actually really sad that I did not do research on this recently. I've known about this. <laughs> but um, the nipples? The nipple scene? this was a very nineties thing. Um, bringing back up friends. I don't know if you guys did ever watch friends. 
yeah. at all. Yeah. Jennifer but Aniston's things. Jennifer Aniston, Rachel, her nipples mm-hmm. were very often hard. Yeah. Um, also in American Pie, there were a few, that also in 90s movie, there were a few characters who always had erect nipples. There was like a, a stimulating gel they would put on women's nipples no in, way. The 90s. in In certain really? movies or TV shows for like sex appeal. So it's just that doesn't oh. trigger the, the the rating to go up well, a little bit. It's not. I exposed. don't know. It's not exposed. I think that's it's the way. Like Laura said, it's the way of getting sex appeal in a movie without having to go up in a rating because there's no nudity. You know. Wow. That, but I was just wondering in that one scene because it's so prominent. It's like holy shit. You know. Yeah. And that's why I wasn't. I was trying to think like and and like I don't know like women's anatomy that well <laughs> to be like is that something that you can control like why <laughs> why and and why would you do that you know. Laura, can you make it happen now? (laughs) Okay, on the count of three. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Laura almost fell out of her chair. This is the hardest I've ever laughed in Mm -hmm. any episode ever. Mm -hmm. Dang. Oh my god. So the answer is no. Well, the answer is no. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Rob's follow up question. And why would you do that? <laughs> How are you supposed to answer that? Yeah. Thank you, Laura, for uh, helping me understand oh. the anatomy of women. And, and you can't do that. But uh, I had to ask the question. You know, I had to ask the question. You know, that, that's what I do here. I ask the dumb questions. Oh my God. So funny. <laughs> yeah but that was a great episode though overall you know like like you said just geeking out over everything we had a great conversation about courtney cox and and dewey's relationship in that movie and if we thought it was real or not i know mm-hmm. greg greg fully believed it um so we we had a great conversation there but the, but definitely the highlight was the nipple talk it was just so ridiculous so good yeah yeah uh, but great great shout out laura episode 24 screen great pick great pick uh yeah so we're on to my number one now so my number one is going to be our longest episode. Mm. And the episode we're kind of stating our whole theme on now in 2021 is the Shining episode we yeah. did. Nice. This episode was two hours and 26 minutes, just as long as the, the standard version of this movie was released. I mean, we covered everything in this movie. Yeah. We covered relationships, the, the, the kid in this movie. And I think really the biggest thing for me, which I love the most, was Laura's book references throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, Laura really would shout out almost every scene of like, was it in the movie? Was it not? Did it have association and stuff like that? And that stuff I found fascinating, you know. Um, but but I love that episode overall, as long as it is. And I know it's daunting two hours and 26 minutes like that's insane um but but it's such a great episode so let me play a couple of clips here from it with me is laura hello and greg hello and i'm your host rob we also have a fourth uh, participant here we have a cricket uh that is in greg's garage uh me and greg were talking we think we're gonna name it tony we're going to name it Tony for this episode. Right yes. Uh, so Tony is going to chirp in every once in a while. And uh, you hear that? Yeah, we hear it. We hear it. Oh, my God. Jeez, wow. Geez. I do hear that. He's really going. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. 
There's the moment where, where Shelley Duvall's character, she's, the, you know, Jack Nicholson's already gone crazy. He set out to kill his family because he thinks they're the cause of all of his pain and all of his suffering, and they're getting in the way of his work. And the way that the only way that he can succeed is he just offs his family. Yeah. So he's trying to kill them. And while she's running away, she runs up the stairs and glances down the hallway at an open door <laughs> in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And in it, you have a guy dressed like in a bear suit with, like, Teeth and he had his ass is like open. <laughs> yeah. like a, he has like a little butt flap. Yeah, a little butt flap open. Yeah. Butt flap. So it's obviously very sexual. He's like performing fellatio on this guy. I think the guy is like the old hotel owner yes. because yeah. he comes up and like looks like you don't really get the you don't see the details of it, but you see it from far away. Yeah. And it happens in a matter of like seven seconds. Yeah. And it's just enough to be <laughs> off putting. Like, why was that in here? And it was definitely like a very small subplot in the book, and I. I love that it was thrown in there and I wish I can remember what I thought the first time I saw this movie before I'd read the book because I'm sure I was like, what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> and actually just real quick side note, something that you said, Greg, that made me think of this. It's funny how you were saying how Wendy is like the caretaker and raises the son and takes care of the home and Jack Nicholson doesn't do any of that yet. He's hired he gets the space to write and, you know, have this mm-hmm. isolated hotel all to himself. And he agrees to do some maintenance work and, you know, she's doing it all right. Isn't she she's doing it, doing it all doing because it. he's fucking lost it. And she's just handling it like a boss, man. I saw that. There's that one scene where she's going around checking like valves yes. and, and lights and the make, boiler room. Yeah. And I was like, is she doing all the work? He did it before- all. Before that, I just assumed that Jack was doing it and writing. But until they show her doing it, I'm like, he's not doing shit. Dude, Jack is sleeping until noon and then waking up and throwing a tennis ball against a wall. For fucking- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's some, there's some shining clips, you know, definitely furry butt flaps and Laura chiming in about what Jack is not doing. And, and I, I just love our conversation about jack that he's not doing shit this whole movie he didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was all windy it was all windy you know uh but a great great episode overall you know what do you guys feel about that episode as long as it is what do you guys think yeah as long as it was i think when you watch the movie it's it's very much a slow burn so for us to spend two hours talking about it, it actually seems kind of appropriate you know even if the movie was shorter i feel like it's one of those movies i mean we've had a few that fall into this category, but there's just so much to dissect in it. And I think, I think it's great because I think we all liked it enough. It's not our favorite movie we've done, but we like it a lot and we had a lot to say about it. And uh, yeah, you know what? I love that. It's now part of our new logo because it just, I, I don't know. It feels very much like us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's the reason why we're going with this new shining overall theme yeah. going forward of like, this movie is so iconic. It's so awesome. But just the way we broke it down for two and a half hours, <laughs> yeah. you know, and made jokes here and there. It's just the perfect movie to represent us going mm-hmm. forward, you know? Yeah. So let's, uh, let's kind of move forward now. Let's kind of maybe get into... Listener remarks that were emailed into us from their favorite moments from our show. So, Laura, do you want to take over some of these parts? Yeah, I do. So we have two, two submissions that I want to read out. The first one is from Alex D. And so he has a few quotes I want to read from his email. 
The first one is his favorite game or horrorish question and his answer. And what he said is, any of those pick your own adventure games were funny as hell. If I were in any of the pick them games, even though I'm scared of everything on the screen, I imagine in a real life situation, I'd rig up everything like Home Alone and go full Hulk, Hulk and murder most of the antagonists. I'd remember none of it after, but there would be a full lineup of dead Annabelles, Mike Myers, zombies, tremors, and David Bowie, of course. I know that's not how Pick Your Own Adventure works, but listener override. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) He is juggling two kids and he doesn't have time for shenanigans, so he needs to end the conflicts quickly. (laughs) Nice, nice. That was hilarious. Alex D is not doing a choose your own adventure. He's doing choose my adventure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He also spotlights that any game where Rob blatantly was allowing Greg to cheat with the seven point questions were so funny, (laughs) especially with Laura still winning. (laughs) I needed that, though. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. All right. You got another listener quote? I do. This is from listener Lindsay, our number one fan. We couldn't go our anniversary (laughs) episode without calling out something from her. So I want to spotlight her favorite episode is our Better Watch Out episode. And she says, between the Christmas remix of your theme song, the rap battle between Rob and Greg, Laura's surprise rap that won it all, and Greg's (laughs) thorough seven-minute analysis on the paint can scene, (laughs) this episode had me smiling and laughing the entire time I was listening. By far my favorite one. With movie scenes like that, I would love to see Greg have his own little segment where he breaks <laughs> it down because the fact that he looked up the weather charts based off the license plate on a parked car in a movie, I was dead. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's listen to some of Greg's paint can uh, debunking here and then we can ask Greg about it a bit. So at first I was thinking, okay, well, are we talking latex, water-based paint or oil-based paint because this makes a huge difference so at first you know so oil-based paint is 6.7 pounds per gallon but here's the thing is i was thinking okay well where are we i think oil-based paint is kind of prohibited in um some areas of the country and it is six states however if you look at the beginning of the movie when she breaks and for that cat in the middle of the road you look at the license but she's in illinois illinois is not one of those six states however (laughs) illinois in 2009 uh, instated a law that says, uh, you know, only like low emissions paints can be sold. So roughly 50% of the oil paints were just outlawed. So then I thought, okay, so it's definitely a water-based paint, right? No. And the reason <laughs> why is because water-based paint freezes at 32 degrees. Now this oh. is the, this is the Christmas time, so you're not supposed to use water-based paint at that cold of a temperature. Anything below 35, it gets messed up. So I looked at 2016. Illinois around Christmas time. It was one of the coldest winters in Illinois. Had an oh, average temperature God. of twenty-five degrees, which means if it was water-based, which is a heavier paint because it has a lot of water in it, it would have frozen. The reality of the situation is, based on the size of paint and the height that he was at, and this guy where he was, it was it would probably break his nose, but it definitely wouldn't break his face, and it certainly wouldn't blow up everywhere like they made it look. <laughs> Um, I mean, if the only, you know, if he had, if he had filled it up, if he had used a larger gallon, if our boyfriend was seventy-two years old instead of, <laughs> you know, twenty-two years old, who knows if things would have been different? But yeah, debunk. Wow. Damn. Damn. 
that yeah that's only a minute and 43 seconds of greg's like seven minute debunking i mean i only picked some of the ones i think the spotlight i mean he went through so many different things in there yeah. talking about it what, you want to talk awesome. a little bit about that greg yeah i just when i watched the movie when this kid throws a little paint bucket over the over the railing and it hits the guy's face and blows up i immediately thought eh, there's something off here so then i came up i tried to give the situation as much credit as possible looked at all the variables, looked at what could have made it possible for, you know, this uh, horrific scene to happen. And, um, you know, according to my analysis, uh, not possible. So I thought that was really fun and uh, a cool little, little uh, side combo we had. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. It was super deep. It was insane. Right, Laura? No. Yeah. It was, (laughs) but it was the best because I genuinely wanted to know and I would have been happy with less information than what Greg gave me. <laughs> That's pretty much everything that I talk about. Everything everybody would be happier with less info. No, you get I what just you mean get. like the fact that you did so much more research than I would have been like, oh okay, that makes sense. It's like, oh my God, things that I just didn't think of. I don't know. It was amazing. It was yeah. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like listener Lindsay shouted out the rap battle in that episode. Laura, do you want to describe why we did a rap battle that episode? <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Okay. So our our first or our second episode, I should say, we reviewed The Visit. And we basically say that this is honestly probably 50% of where this podcast came from. It's the fact that my husband and I saw this movie and we enjoyed it. And Greg and his wife saw it and they did not enjoy it. And we've been fighting about it for a fucking decade. And (laughs) so during this episode, Rob decided to side with Greg and shit all over. Oh, pun intended. Shit all over this movie. (laughs) And what I told them was, was I knew there was going to be a time that I could get them back for it. And so when we then reviewed Better Watch Out and we had the same two kids, the same, the sister, the brother, they're both in this movie and it's Christmas time. I thought, oh, that's good. I'm going to have them do a rap battle to get back at them for shitting all over the visit and shitting all (laughs) over the rapping that M. Night wrote for the visit. Yeah. Yeah, called our bluff. We were like, this kid can't rap. And Laura, here you are. Like, see if you can do better. (laughs) exactly exactly <laughs> right on the spot yeah let's uh let's listen to some of those raps there and maybe a surprise <laughs> rap by laura let's hear it now yo yo conjecturing christmas prod 2020 y'all i know it's been a tough year but we be ringing movie picks like sleigh bells all year long so let's go let's keep them picks ringing Rob really smells sweaty little bells jumped in santa's sleigh couldn't fly away Christmas is here, y'all grab a beer, gather near, sit back and relax while I feed you some of these snacks. It's too bad you didn't understand the brilliance of the faculty, but come on, you thought Thanksgiving was better? That's your reality. Your sound editor's got less audacity than your defense of that catastrophe. Nice tip, bitch. My movies eat yourself like mama's two kids spitting out cherry pits. Stealing your bad Wi-Fi from the Cobra Kai, lightweight can't handle it on, alcoholic Mai Tai. Wait up, hold on, where you going? Come back here with that eggnog. I need to get you a spotter. Pour a cocktail for the show, but open it up and guess what? It's only carbonated water. (laughs) 
If you had a daughter on the train to Busan, she'd be invisible to you like Ellie Campbell Air Pollution. You'd misplace her. You'd look like the Overlook Hotel furry got mixed up with Peter Brady and a turkey baster. Chugging pea soup, grinding lower its gears. Crying Dexter, contestable extraterrestrial syrupy tears. Spitting wheat fire, you a bland dragon. I'm Aaron Rodgers, you're Wilson Mahomes, or whoever else these days you're driving your bandwagon. <laughs> Tell us, Rob, what's the real fantasy league? Care to divulge? Is it Santa's sack, an alien probe, or David Bowie's bulge? Man, you must be hitting the bong with all the love of that Justin Long. Tuscan is dong. You and him stuck in 99, still bumping the thong song. The next time you pick a good movie will be the day Rudolph retires. You need to get locked up for 15, start making gingerbread lattes for Michael Myers. Yeah. So, yo, yo, let's go. Let's keep them picks ringing. Keep Big them picks ringing. ringing. Yo, 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 what's up? Or should I say ho, ho, ho? It's Christmas time and I'm here to flow. So get up, get a move on, get your groove on. It's a DR, the R O double B, the demonic podcasting guru. Just call me Pazuzu. No gifts or jolly, just horror movie picks. One of our hosts fucks it up every week like a bag of uncircumcised dicks. So yo, yo, let's go. Let's keep them picks ringing. Keep them picks ringing. Let's go. Greg, your picks are drone, growing alone, bare bone. They flow like shit cologne, kidney stone, blood from a shattered fucking jawbone. The only thing worse is you watching movies on your fucking iPhone. So check the flavor that I'm bringing. The motherfucking R O double B will keep the motherfucking picks ringing. So yo, yo, let's go. Let's keep them picks ringing. Keep them picks ringing. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Greg, M. Night called. He wants his picks back. He also said to lay off the crack. Sniff something else. The advice he told you. Just not the happening again unless you want us to pwn you. Your movie picks are more split than night. Everyone witches you would pet cemetery at kites. Most of your explanations come off as bare. They're just as fucked as Josh Hartnett's hair. So yo, yo, let's go. Keep them picks ringing. Keep them picks ringing. Let's go, let's go. You horrifically underrated Kusama's The Invitation. You were probably sniffing more of the happenings carnations. Laura's gears are grinding like a drink garnish from her plantern. You better watch out, she's also lighting a red fucking lantern. Your chances of jacking me are slim, G. Cause I rock from sunup until Santa comes down the chimney. Ho, 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 and so as I continue to flow. Cause yo, I'm just like a flying fucking Christmas bow. One last thing before I'm out, I rung a friend to give a shout. Yo Graves, you vouch for this elfish fool? You'd have more fun with Bagul in the pool. So jump out that coffin and into a box. But don't forget to yell, Greg sucks cocks. So yo, yo, let's go. Let's keep them picks ringing, keep them picks ringing. Who the fuck wants to hear two white men rapping? Let the boob show these dudes what the fuck they lacking. Guys, your movie picks, they straight hard to bear. Annoying as fuck like Josh Hartnett's hair. Graves, you must be dead because you never take the breath. Your segment never ends, I'm straight bored to death. This Christmas rap is anything but snowy. I'm making my impression like the bull John Bowie. Double, double, toil and trouble. There's an echo in here, Rob. I hate to burst your bubble. You say everything twice, Rob. You naughty, not nice. Please, dear God, just once will suffice. Now this train to Busan is pulling up the station. Lost boys, you're gonna scream at this invitation. Your necks don't breathe because it's all happening. This mama ain't frozen. I got the shining. Pour the schnapps how I like it. I got that sweet tooth buzzing. Said he feeling ready. Time to spit the truth. But guys, I'm just playing. Gotta give you a nod. Cause it's nothing but love, love on the conjecture ring pod. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know oh. why, but when you put, when you do it all in a row and then my voice comes after your guys's, I sound like an elf. I'm like, hi. 
<laughs> oh man that's it's such a great episode like oh, like i said God. nothing to do with the episode the movie we watched <laughs> but such a funny segment our rap battles you know i know it was a tough decision she gave greg the win there between me and him but laura coming at the end with her surprise rap just like killed i think all of us you know um <laughs> so great so great that's yeah <laughs> yeah we definitely want to shout out yeah listener Lindsay, thank you for shouting out is that that's being your favorite episode you can see why i mean we broke down the movie it was a great movie greg talked about paint cans and we had an epic rap battle <laughs> so how can you not pick that as a favorite episode? it was really good yeah yeah so it's just it's just so cool to hear from our listeners you know we do this pod because we love hanging out uh we love hanging around each other you know shooting the shit talking out our boo holes and, you know, everything about, you know, horror-ish movies. Uh, but really what makes it special is to have such great listeners, supporters of the show. You know, so we love all the listeners we have. You know, we love the network we're on, Slashercast Network. They've supported us through most of these episodes now. And they're so great. And we love being a part of it. So we just want to say a thank you to everybody that supported the show. No, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks, everybody that Rob just mentioned. I mean, we you pretty much go in episode to episode not even thinking a single person's going to listen to it. And then, you know, randomly we get a, a ping from Sweden, which is awesome. And <laughs> you think, what are they doing listening to our podcast? But it's so cool. We just like to kind of hang out and talk about horror. So, you know, getting feedback from, um, you know, our listeners and, you know, including uh, Alex and Lindsay from, you know, uh, as Robert just mentioned, it's just so fun and cool and um, just it's a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Laura? Do you have anything to say? Want to shout out any countries in particular? Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and one th- one thing that's actually not on the docket, you know, actually, my mom, Rob's mom, I think it's Rob's mom twenty eight on Twitter, is a big fan. She told me on the side that this actually was one of her favorite moments. So let me just play this here. You need to make a first impression on your audience, mm-hmm. right? The first time you see him is probably the worst. I agree. I agree. Dude, I, I literally thought it was somebody doing an impersonation of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it was. I'm going to, I had to write this quote down. I had to write this quote down. Okay. And I'm going to say the quote just because it was the first thing that he utters in this movie. He goes, he's just, he's supposed to be a science teacher in front of a class of like high school students, you know? And he goes, you know, it fades in. And he goes, look, I don't know if you guys have heard about this article in the New York <laughs> Times about honeybees vanishing. Well, apparently, honeybees are disappearing all over the country. Tens of millions of them just disappearing. There's no bodies, no sign of them. They're just mysteriously gone. All right, let's hear some theories about why this might be happening. I mean, it's like fucking say hello to your mother for me. I mean, every time you see him, he's doing this thing. And it's like you don't talk to your students that way. Yeah, that's, a, that's that's one of my mom's favorite episodes, The Happening. Uh, Greg doing the Mark Wahlberg impersonation was one of her favorite moments over the past year. Uh, oh, Marky that Mark. That is one of my favorite moments, too. <laughs> so as much as you guys hated the movie, I had such a good time talking about it with you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so now let me, let's transition to, you know, talking about being thankful. I'd have to give it up to my two co-hosts here and the two special segments they perform periodically. Well, actually, there's actually three co-hosts. Uh-oh, we got another co-host coming out from the grave here. Can I talk about- Oh, we got Graves. Graves is popping in here. He came out of the maybe the furry bedroom. Uh, he came out of there for a bit. He's taking a break. 
uh, or maybe he's digging up digging up Indian bones or something like that, you know, in the, in the shining uh, grounds. Uh, so, Gray, what do you got? What do you got going on? You're making an appearance. Kind of talk a little bit here. Um, yeah, I didn't know that I'm being, I was being brought on, but here I am emerging from the <laughs> ground. Uh, <laughs> graves. So these uh, three very kind human beings um, from the, the world of the living will occasionally bring me on to their wonderful uh, podcast to talk about a very special uh, aspect of a certain movie that uh, Greg the human has identified for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, it, we have a what's called a grave digging segment where, you know, I like to dig into a very particular thing about the movie. Sometimes it seems like a, it's very tangential to the topic, but it's I try to tie it in somehow. And it's usually... I don't really pick, I don't do this for every movie, but I do it when something just pops out to me. If I want to know the history of something or the background or what, what is there a deeper meaning to be talked about? So, um, yeah, that's pretty much, I don't know if, how many I've done, but there have been enough for us to try to choose some top, uh, some top selections, right? Yeah. You know, we each picked our favorite uh, grave digging over the past year. So let's definitely start with, uh, let's start with Laura actually first, Laura. So what's your favorite grave digging? All right. This is going to make me sound super selfish, but my favorite <laughs> grave diggings is from episode 13 where we did crawl. And that's because I joined Graves oh, right. during his segment. <laughs> and I got to say, I love that segment for two reasons. One, so you and I tag teamed all of these gator facts, right? Our facts were legit. It's like information that I'm truly, I think I would want to know. Like if I'm being attacked by a gator, right? <laughs> like I want to know what to do and like what I'm in for. So that was like one of the reasons why I love that segment. But the second, and this is just giving it all to you Graves here, is that you took examples and analogies of things that would stick in our minds so we would never forget what you're talking about. And one of those things had to do with bull whale testicles. Yeah, let's, uh, let's listen to the clip here and you can hear, hear a little bit more about testicles. So we're digging up from the swamp, you know, he's coming out, open up his coffin. Yeah. You know. cool. Can I talk about? Okay, all right. <laughs> so this is going to be a great, it's going to be Grave and Laura. Grave and Laura are going to double team this gator. If you think it may have seen you, it actually says to run in a zigzag. Because, because of their webbed feet, which really helps them swim, they're very awkward on land. So if you were to run zigzag, you're going to lose them really quickly. Unless you are fairly close to one and you guys lock eyes. If you lock eyes, it's going to go full speed towards you. And at that point, because any human can outrun an alligator, you are to just sprint in a straight line as fast as you can. Because if you were to lock eyes and it was close enough, it's going to give its all. So we need to give our all. All right. My, my last fact actually goes back to what Laura was saying earlier about their, their bite strength. So watching this movie, each of the, our characters literally gets their arm chomped or their leg chomped by these alligators multiple times and they go, ah, and they keep moving on, right? So I was like, that doesn't make much sense. I think after the first time, you're pretty much dead. Your bones are dust, right? Mm -hmm. So I decided to look up the the – a gator's bite strength. And it's actually, it ranges typically between 2,100 and 3,000 pounds per square inch. 
PSI, mm -hmm. right? So again, that may be hard to like imagine what that is, you know, and it kind of was for me. I know it's a lot of force. So I decided to look up 2,100 pounds, like the, the low range of their bite is about a ton. So I decided to look up various things that weigh the ton and try to imagine like that biting like down on my arm. So here are some things that weigh a ton that actually a gator has the force to bite you with, okay? A baby humpback whale. So imagine a baby humpback <laughs> whale, a hundred of them, every inch on your arm biting down. Are you going to walk away from that? Probably not. A walrus, a black rhinoceros, a water buffalo is about a ton. Uh... A 1979 Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> okay. uh, so uh, there's a there's a particular baleen whale called the right whale. It's huge. It's almost like half the size of a blue whale. Its testicles are about a ton. So if you imagine that, like on your arm in, in a split second, that's the minimum bite force of a, of a gator's uh, bite, and it goes up to about 3,000 psi, which is about a one and a half times that. So maybe one and a half, you know, right whale testicles. <laughs> right. I thought it was bull whale for some reason. I kept oh writing that in my notes. You sing right whale. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you, how, how did you, how do you know so many facts about testicles, Graves? How do you know that? Google, man. I looked it up. Google. Yeah. Google is your friend. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to my favorite uh, grave digging it was actually similar to Laura's one where I tag team with Greg <laughs> and I came in on an episode, you know, um, I mean, I'll get into a little bit of like what we actually talked about. But to me, it's all about just uh, tag teaming uh, this with Greg tag teaming this this digging. I literally thought like the home or the the structure where they had like that sex ritual. I don't know. Did you guys notice that like the shape of that structure literally looks like one large house like doggy styling like a smaller house <laughs> yes what i was right? like why is this house crooked and falling and what is happening what? It I, I had a, yes. i had to think like it literally looks like it's doing this other smaller house <laughs> greg do you want to do a diggings now or do you want to go into some theories about the end of this movie or we're double teaming this right Ooh. Yeah, double teaming. Leave that in. Oh dang! Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Greg, am I pushing your butt or are you pushing my butt? Which one's which one's happening? It's it's a mute. It's a simultaneous mutual push, is what it is. Wait, we're we're both pushing our butts at the same time. Oh my god! <laughs> Laura's Laura's <laughs> about to be done right now. Mm -hmm. um, okay, all right. Let's uh let's let's get uh let's get our our simultaneous drop here, Greg. All right, ready? Okay. All right, I guess I'm digging up Greg. I'm digging him up here. Um, I'm opening the coffin. Can I talk about? Okay, uh, I'm jumping in the coffin with him. We're both in the coffin now. We're nude. We're nude. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, like, every time she goes to drink, I have to, like, make a joke, so it's even better. <laughs> um, okay, Greg, you want to start? Is the, is the coffin in the shape of that house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I brought I brought a tiny coffin with me, and then I put it next to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay all right uh do you want to do you want to start greg or or do you want me to finish what do you want <laughs> that was a good one hey guys oh shit <laughs> Yeah, so there's a my appearance with Grave, uh, both nude in a coffin, making sex jokes for like four minutes. <laughs> we didn't even get into the digging, but uh, 
Um, that's my favorite one. It was actually a good digging. It was actually good digging. We went into theories about Pele for Midsommar and, oh, and yeah. you know, he was an oracle and what he did. Yes. But uh, to me, the the intro of me and me and grave nude in a baby coffin was too, was too much for me to not put it in this in this opening. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that grave? Do you mean, remember being nude in the coffin with me? That's one of the few that I don't really, I don't remember what our diggings oh, no. was. Maybe it was just about us being naked in the coffin and that was it. I don't know. <laughs> We'll have to. That was the that was the highlight of your night. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's uh, let's get to Grave himself. Uh, his favorite digging. Uh, Grave. So what did you pick for your fave digging? The one that I picked was actually so it was from the Labyrinth episode. I don't. What episode was that? Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Which uh, interesting because that's probably our least horrorish movie that we've reviewed. <laughs> um, but I, I loved the diggings. And it was the one where it, it's so funny because I feel like. No, it was the one where I loved the most that nobody wanted to hear a second of because people were just not into this movie. So that juxtaposition of uh, you guys and and uh, my wife being like, uh, that's not right. And me like wanting to get even more into detail. I just loved it. Talking about what I thought the movie meant, what I thought the male characters meant. And to me, like just thinking of that. So I spent a couple of days thinking about the different themes in the movies and I would write it down continually. And it almost just unlocked another side of the movie. And it was just personally so enjoyable thinking of what it means and thinking of this completely other side to it. Um, And honestly, some of my favorite moments in these movies are when I just see a brand new side to something um so yeah that was that was my favorite yeah i think in this one you actually talk about women and their fears and and uh, parts of the let me put the clip here and see if we can uh, remind uh, laura and me a bit oh interesting all right so let's get graves out here Lindsay didn't know she was married to two people so (laughs) oh i listened to the podcast i knew yeah we know who she prefers yeah (laughs) (laughs) can i talk about so so to me the, the what the labyrinth is is I think that it, it never existed. I actually think that the lab, the whole Labyrinth movie is a dream of hers. It's a figment of her imagination. And I think that Sarah is her conscious self. I think that Jareth is like her subconscious. I think it's like the embodiment of all of her greatest fears, of all of her greatest confusions. Um, everything that she's afraid of in this time of her life that she's just pushed down you know, to the furthest depths of her, of her mind. And what the labyrinth is, is essentially all the ways that she can sort out her problems. So in terms of not being popular or not being in the in crowd, you have the bog of eternal stench. I thought that was, you guys said it was like silly. You don't want your daughter to watch, but I thought it really represented like the fear of, you know, the idea of that was when you touch the bog of eternal stench, it's a stink that gets on you and you'll never you will smell and stink forever and no one will ever be able to be around you. I thought if you're a 16 year old girl and you put yourself in those shoes, that's one of the most terrifying things. It doesn't matter if you get through this maze, you go home and no one will ever want to be around you. You'll never have friends. You'll never be in social clicks because you just you smell bad. That sounds like horrifying. So yeah, just like as far as fears, I thought it may not seem like a, a, a horror movie, but there are plenty of things to be, to, to be scared about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, by the way, am I totally off my fucking rocker? Like, because again, like, why don't you guys talk about your experience? Like, this, do you, does any of your experiences map onto what she was feeling throughout this movie? I mean, yeah, like when you point some of that out, but 
that's definitely like reading into the symbolism a lot, a lot, like English teacher level. Yeah, again, I just did like a Google, like I literally just did a Google search of like, you know, this is stuff that like Cosmopolitan is telling me. So like, what the fuck <laughs> do I know? Cosmopolitan. <laughs> Greg was on Cosmopolitan.com. Mm. That's the problem. In Cosmo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a, there's one of your, your, your fave uh, digging, Greg, when you got into the women's fears, you, nice. were, you were scanning through your Cosmo and. You know, the whole thing idea. was super legit for two minutes, and then you go, "Well, I was just on Cosmopolitan.com." <laughs> it's like, "Oh no!" I had to use it to bridge the pieces together. Like I had a theory, and then, but in, to me, I was like, "Well, what do I know about what a, a girl is most afraid of in her, you know, early teens and in her life?" And I, I didn't know. I mean, I couldn't. There's no websites that tell you that, but I figured, <laughs> you know, like what is a typical female magazine? I maybe I'm an old timer. I thought Cosmo would tell me, but. <laughs> Cosmo is the one you want to stay away from if you oh, want to know it? what women really think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just funny because like I pulled whatever that is, two and a half minutes of maybe a fifteen to twenty minute digging. You know, there's a point in there that Greg literally is like, I have seven points to talk about, and I remember me and Laura like seeing each other on the Zoom and being like, Oh my god, <laughs> you know. So I, I only threw in a couple, but it's it's super deep and deep detailed it's actually worth listening to it's actually really interesting but i could not put 20 minutes into this anniversary show <laughs> you know but uh, yeah but good job graves i think it was a good digging you know i'm glad yeah. i was your favorite cool. um but uh speaking of labyrinth graves was this you that said this or was this was this greg you remind me of the babe <laughs> oh voodoo. you do you remind me of the babe <laughs> Oh, oh man so i think i think that was definitely greg right graves that wasn't you graves right no i would not subject myself to that no. that's that's something a person of yeah. the living allows yeah. themselves to do <laughs> oh wow that's so funny that's so funny yeah before you know thank you graves for coming on you know for making an appearance whether you were notified or not i'm glad you you popped in you know um that's how i died by the way i, I did too many impressions <laughs> and i embarrassed myself to death oh no um yeah so i do want to ask you one more question before we get you out here is do you drink energy drinks do you drink energy <laughs> drinks graves do they help you stay awake at night anything like that you know uh anything like that yeah you know they, they keep me um up it's it's been a while but um yeah 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 do you do you have energy. a preference do you have a favorite energy drink you drink at night want to shout out anything I mean, none of them really work except for Ray's. That's the one that gets me thinking about memes, thinking about ideas and movies. It's it's pretty crazy. Ray's wow. is the way to go. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a coincidence. We're sponsored by Ray's on this pod. No, wow, Ray's energy drinks. Oh, of my goodness. What a, what a small coffin we all live really? in. I can't believe this is all connected. Wow, wow. I can't believe it. Yeah, I, so, so yeah, yeah, Ray's energy drinks, you know, one of the best energy drinks on the market today. An honest product that exactly what it's supposed to be. Great testing energy drink, you know, to the living and the dead. Uh, you got uh, zero sugars, no crash, wide uh, flavor variety. I actually have one here with me tonight. This is a uh, engraves honor. I chose Phantom Freeze. I figure mm. he's kind of a phantom, a ghost, you know, anything like that. So That's I'm actually going to take. When I was alive, actually. Yeah, let me uh, let me open it up here. You know, it's like four in the morning, so I actually need to drink some right now. So let me uh, let me take a little drink here, get an on air reaction. Ooh, that's actually really tasty. Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. 
You feel like I, a phantom. I fully endorse this product. You know, <laughs> it's really good, actually. <laughs> oh wow, dang! I feel a little tingle. Nice, I love it. Uh, yeah. So if you want to feel this tingle, go to repsports.com. R e p p r e p p sports.com. Use our promo code conjecturing for fifteen percent off at checkout. All right. Well, well, thank you, Graves, for for coming on. You know, drinking any drinks with me. You know, it's great, great, great experience there. Uh, Laura, do you want to say anything to Graves before he's out? Peace out, bro. <laughs> We'll say rest and peace out. Oh, I know. Come on. Oh. <laughs> all right, Graves. Well, we'll we'll see you again sometime, Graves. All right, let's uh, let's get you back in your coffin there. All right. So, yeah. Can I talk about? Okay. All right. <laughs> Graves, is, Graves is back in his coffin. We got Greg back now. Uh, Greg's back. Uh, where'd you go, Greg? Did, were you just roaming the roaming the halls of the of the Overlook? You guys don't know. Whenever Graves comes out, he puts me in. So I'm just oh. waiting for him to come back and suffocating the whole time. So yeah, take the time, take oh. all the time oh, you want, goodness. guys. Appreciate it. I didn't. I didn't realize that it was like that effective. Like when he comes out, you go into the coffin. What yeah, do you do? Like- I mean, it's a fifty percent chance of asphyxiation. But you guys want to spend an hour talking to Graves? We don't want to spend an hour talking to Graves. He wants to spend an hour talking. <laughs> oh man that's crazy all right so let's uh, let's get to our next segment here uh this is laura's segment uh <laughs> let's do uh this is be laura's grinding gears so uh actually let me uh let me get the drop going here so everybody can hear it richard gear blink 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 <laughs> all right, Laura, do you want to talk about what your segment is, how it started, all that? Okay. I have something called mesokinesia, and that is when you have a visual trigger, something uh, with movement. And normally it has to do with someone's like face or body. And it unfortunately it elicits a response of rage, like completely irrational rage. And I for sure have this. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's listen to a little clip of of Laura's origin story here. All right. Something I didn't like is Richard Gere has like a tick in this movie. Maybe he has it in other movies too. He blinks a lot. Really? He just will like blink, 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 blink. And I, I just like it got <laughs> to a point where it drove that. me fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so that was the first time we were even aware of this anger you had towards something. And that was kind of the beginning of this segment. You know, then it became, I think, two or three episodes. You started pointing something out and we're like, let's just make this into a full segment because you're clearly irritated a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I am irritated a lot. (laughs) I'm surprised you're still doing a podcast with me in particular. Oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, so so we each we each picked our favorite guy, uh, our favorite grinding gears from Laura here. So, uh, Greg, do you want to go first and say what your favorite grinding gears was? Yeah, mine was from our Tremors episode, and I think what's so funny and fascinating about these segments is when Laura picks out something that I would never have thought would have bugged anybody. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, like a, a random phobia that somebody tells you that they have. And you're like, really? So in the tremors episode, it's funny. Like you would think, so she's talking about Laura talking about the, the way that the men treat their vehicles. They're just screeching mm-hmm. around. They're hitting the accelerator. They're hitting the brakes over and over again. And the way that they treat their transportation 
with such disrespect in your eyes was like the funniest thing because like here, me and Rob, we were so surprised thinking like I, none of us or neither of us had even a glimpse of that feeling, but here you are. This is like the biggest thing that stands out to you in the movie. This was definitely a case of having my misokinesia and misophonia because this was definitely like a noise thing too. The noise from it. I remember that vividly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hear the, let's hear the clip here. The way that these two men treated their fucking truck, you guys, for two men with little to no money, Uh trying to use their one truck to essentially change their lives and get out of town, they were constantly, constantly speeding and then slamming on their brakes, which caused the truck to just fishtail and the screeching and like it happened so often and I just kept hearing these screeching breaks and it was like I'm getting goosebumps right now it was like nails on a chalkboard it upset me to my core Rob did you notice like it the truck screeching its brakes one time no I didn't I didn't notice oh my me god neither. No. Oh me my neither god. Oh <laughs> I didn't notice god. it once were you upset more the fact that at their ethical treatment of their their vehicle or it's the sound of the screeching brakes that like gives you the heebie-jeebies the sound was both the sound was giving me the heebie-jeebies but you know as a human with a car that i like (laughs) take you know i i take care of it it's my fucking car and these guys at one point they say they have like three dollars in their wallet it's like what are you doing dude (laughs) if if those two guys lose their car they're actually yeah if they have three if they only have three dollars in their wallet there's no way they have insurance they don't Mm. have insurance on that vehicle that's true there's no way there's no way yeah (laughs) yeah so there's a lord's grinding gears from tremors about like they're actually fucked (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think my favorite my favorite part is when you're just like i'm a human so i'm gonna treat my car correctly (laughs) yeah as if like like, no one else is a human (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh man, great, uh, great pick there, Greg. Great pick there, uh, Laura. Let's go to you next. What's what's your favorite uh, grinding gears for yourself? I mean, I couldn't pick. I couldn't pick Mothman because that's the OG. Like the Richard Gear blinking. We already have heard me say that eight thousand mm-hmm. times. But you know, the one that is true. I, I feel like this is the truest form of my misokinesia. It was a movement or maybe even lack thereof that literally gave me that gut wrenching feeling of the irrational rage. And that had to be episode nine, let the right one in when our main character, Oscar, (laughs) Oscar was in the pool. And while he's swimming, he just has his mouth wide open. Like, ah, like, like letting water come in and out. He's fucking waiting for flies to come in. I don't know what is happening, but it was not normal or right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's listen to that clip right now. Clearly you guys did not notice this because you don't know where I'm going with this, but every time Oscar was in a pool, which happens two different times, mm-hmm. his mouth is wide open and he's just drinking the pool water spitting it out his mouth is open people are talking to him and he's just got his mouth wide open what's wrong with that? what's the good point what's 
it bothered me so much. I was like, you don't do that in a pool. Do I sit there with my mouth wide open the entire time? Hell no. Would water get in my mouth and I spit it out? Sure. Absolutely. I need to move to Sweden then because I do that in the pool. <laughs> so your mouth is just open the entire time you're in a swimming pool? Um, more or less, I guess. I like to kind of put the water in my mouth and then I squirt it out a little bit. <laughs> like a little fountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There you go. That oh, was I love floor. that clip. And what did you think of that one, Greg? Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, I love that one so much because I feel like that's, you see people do that in a the pool. They just kind of let water run in and out of their mouth. I mean, I didn't, and I did not spend a nanosecond thinking about that watching the movie. So when Laura highlights it as her big, you know, thing that's like bothering her, it's just so funny. Yeah. Speaking of mouths and more or less oh, no. uh, lips, uh, so from Thanks Killing episode forty-two would be my favorite grinding gears. Uh, let's hear the clip here. So we got, yep. uh, yeah. So we we, <laughs> we created uh, Laura's grinding gears, where Laura sees something visually, grinds her gears, and she's gonna rant about it now. Um, yeah. So Laura, take it away. What, what what got you? I think you guys know exactly what I'm about to say, but when it comes to Darren the nerdy character, he had this tick, I guess we'll call it, where he would wipe his mouth. It almost like he was drooling and he needed to constantly wipe it away. So we have a couple different things happening here, okay? <laughs> we we have we have the visual, we have the repetitiveness of just constantly wiping his face. Okay. There's also the fact that his hand is constantly touching his mouth. So there's like an ick factor. But then on top of that, and maybe this is just me, is it's like I kept hearing a slurping sound. They, when he they, would added, do it. they added sound ah! effects. They added sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> you go, my God. Every time I think about it, my body just starts shaking violently. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was so disgusting. It was so disruptive. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah, I. Greg, do you want to? Greg's our audio kind of like guy that does noises. Do you want to try to do a sample so people listening? Oh God, no, no, no. no, I'm not. I refuse to do it ever. It reminds me so much of when we did Tremors, and the opening to Tremors is Kevin Bacon picking his wedgie, and and I had the reference of like that's a choice, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like this guy licking his lips, wiping his mouth, like constantly. This movie is like that's a choice. That's a choice you made. Slurping a spittle away. I mean, Jesus Christ, man, this is just. Okay. He was eager for Thanksgiving. He was like, that's definitely my favorite grinding gears. Laura is so disgusted in that moment. So uh, disgusting. I think even listening, re-listening to it right now, I think Laura got a little disgusted. I did. It's like uh, hearing the word slurp and spittle <laughs> make me just... <laughs> I have the heebie-jeebies again. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. What do you think, Greg? Do you want to try to make a slurping sound? I'm not going to do it because <laughs> for reasons untold, I've I've seen many slobbering lips since oh. uh, our first rewatch. So that was one of the ones where I was like, okay, Laura, if there's a grinding gears that I'm on your side with, it's this one. Yeah. 
Wow, that's so funny. All right, well, that that's it. Those are our favorite gar- grinding gears. I mean, there's been multiple through the past 53 episodes here and there, but those were our favorites. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, let, let's get to, I think, our next thing now we're going to do is talk about some ratings now. Yeah. We're going to go through some ratings. Uh, Laura, you want to take the lead here? I do. Okay, I'm going to go through everyone's highest and lowest ratings, okay? So I'm going to start with Greg. It comes with no surprise that his lowest rating was Thanks Killing. He gave that a negative one. Okay. You broke the scale. You did break the scale. Greg's highest rating was The Thing with a five. Mm -hmm. Nice. So I'm going to go to you next, Rob. Are you ready? Your lowest rating was The Happening. You gave the happening a 0.2 rating. (laughs) Seems about right. Okay. (laughs) But your highest was the Lost Boys, which you gave a five. Yes. I know. Perfect five for Lost Boys. I love it. Still believe, man. I still believe. Okay. And I will end with my own ratings. My lowest was also Thanksgiving. (laughs) You guys are fucked up. (laughs) Which I gave a 0.5, so at least it wasn't negative here, okay? Mm -hmm. And my highest, of course, was Scream, which I gave a 5. Nice, I like it, I like it too. Perfect 5 again. All right, I also want to talk about our rating metrics, you guys. So mostly it's (laughs) 1 to 5, but I want to point out a few that you have made me jot down. Uh, Let's see if these jog your memory here. For the visit, uh, my score... Some poop particles, maybe some corn skid marks. Rob, really shitty diaper, pouring outsides, had a parasite. <laughs> Craig, the simple, soiled, bad diaper. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that, that movie, I, I did how many diapers and, and how dirty is your diaper? <laughs> Oh man. Moving on to Jeepers Creepers. I gave it a kneecap and foot. <laughs> Rob gave it a half cadaver. And Greg gave it a cardiovascular system only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same thing again. I said, what's your what's your corpse look like for this movie when when to five? How many corpses oh and what it like? Uh Tremors. Here's this should Uh-oh. be no surprise. Uh-oh. I gave Uh-oh. it one limp dick. <laughs> Uh, Rob gave it three dicks. Used to be luscious, but now a 90-year-old man dicks. <laughs> very, very descriptive. Greg said 4.25 dicks. Four are erect, and 0.25 is getting out of the pool dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that was after me and Laura said it was a baby dick. <laughs> and he said no. <laughs> right. But you know what? There was a moment where Rob, you tried to make it really detailed, and I was fucking done with you. Let's listen to that clip right now. How many kites? And uh, I'll throw it to you. How's how's your kites flying? How are they flying? Are they high <laughs> up in the sky? Or are they falling on the ground? Why do you gotta make this more confusing to me when I write down our scores? <laughs> No, wait, can I cut in right now and say that I have a list of every score we've given every movie. So unfortunately, uh, when we rate the visit, I have to write down in a small field on an Excel document, which should be a one to five. And instead it says, my diaper has shit coming out the side. (laughs) 
<laughs> my diaper is explosive and has corn kernels. I, I mean, that's what I have to write that down. Word for word. Bravo. That's awesome. That's awesome. Or same with Jeepers Creepers. What's your cadaver? Mm-hmm. Well, I give it a kneecap, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> So, so speaking of that, Greg, how's your, how's the kite flying? What color is it? Uh, what type of material is it made of? Maybe is the string, <laughs> is the string very coarse? Is it very smooth? Go into all the details you want, Greg. Fuck you, Rob. You know what, I, I, what I've got? I've, I've got two kites that are tied to strings. And then I've got, oh, God. I've got one kite that's just off the hinges and it's floating off into the atmosphere. And all three are just, they're not even a color. They're just like a shade of visibility that when you look at it, you know, you weep tears of, of, of blood. All right, okay. I'm not writing this down anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Are you giving it a two, a two and a half or a three? Please fucking tell me. Oh man. I love it at the end where she's just like, I'm done. I'm yeah, done I've had this. it. Yeah clearly threw my pen across my desk like nope i am not writing this anymore yeah yeah i definitely try to create something interesting and funny to do our ratings and this and that and sometimes i probably go a little too far but uh but you know it's funny in the moment you know (laughs) uh it's funny yeah let's uh let's get to i think our our kind of like last big segment here and something that i think we've all been waiting for this is going to be our revisits. This is going to be the point where we picked a couple of movies each to watch again and change our ratings, possibly see what we're doing because we've had ones we watched way in the beginning. You're talking about a year ago, almost yeah. actually a little under a year ago and to see if we have a different opinion now. So um, who wants to start uh, when you guys want to start kind of like saying just one of your movies you watched and how it went. I'll talk about the thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nice. Uh, on a positive note, I'm saying the thing. Hell yeah. I enjoyed it so much more the second time. Wow. I thought the visuals were, you know, super impressive. Um, and again, I've already talked about this recently, actually. But yeah, rewatching really helps if it's a pacing issue, for sure. I, it, it's like, if you're already knowing what you're in for, it it's not, it's like a non-issue the second time around. So um that was really helpful yeah i mean it was super gross and scary you know and there i will admit there were definitely a few moments that i think i was unclear on the first time i watched it and this time around really paying attention to what was happening a lot of it was cleared up and i felt like i uh didn't have as many questions so I am increasing my 2.5 to a 3.5. Wow. That's cool. So yeah, that's one so whole good. point. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I think I actually have a clip here of the rating me- metrics of that uh, episode. Let's listen to that. You mofo. <laughs> I actually think this is, uh, this is going to be my first five rating. Oh, shit. Yeah. Five actual... hairy glistening <laughs> no, spider legs. No. no. Wow. Laura no. is losing her shit right no. now. No, no, cut this. Cut all of this. (laughs) (laughs) 
Laura was so enraged that Greg gave the thing a five and she ended up giving it a 2.5. But I'm glad to hear that you're coming more on board the spaceship with me and Greg now. And, yeah, you know, maybe we could talk about theories later on if it was a symbiote or not. What was that old man doing underneath the snow? Nothing. Oh, OK. All right. Well, good job. Good job. What about you, Greg? Do you want to shout out one of your ratings, one of your rewatches? Yeah. Let me Crawl. start with. Let me start with Crawl. <laughs> yes. Just because the three of us had a, it was interesting. We The three of us had a very similar experience. We went into the movie knowing that it had a high rating, I think, or maybe we were talking about it while we were reviewing it. And the three of us just didn't like the movie for various reasons. So at the end of that episode, I think we all agreed, okay, let's give it another shot. So that I, I picked crawl to look at just because I know that it had been uh, rated pretty highly and we all kind of shed on it. But um, I think rewatching it, I may like it less. Oh, really? yeah, wow. it's it, it's crazy because I you know, what's funny is I found that I was able to appreciate the some of the things that I overlooked a little bit more. You know, I really loved the set the effects of the water and the gators, like the whole atmosphere was just amazing, but I just can't with all the ridiculousness, you know, damn. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it a two and a half just because of the special effects. Interesting. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. For me, my first uh, rewatch, I definitely want to shout out funny games. This was like episode two or three, something like that in the beginning. And, me and Laura were just angry at each other the whole time on the episode and, and talking about this movie and just how it was a big giant troll to everybody. And, and so my, my original score was, it was a two uh, and I rewatched it and, and I, I have to say, I hated it just the same amounts. <laughs> like I, I really tried, I really tried to like it. I really tried to, but same exact moment in that movie, right when he hits, hits rewind, and redoes that whole scene, I, I have the same rage of like, wow. fuck this movie. And so I'm not going to say I hate this movie more, but just my rating stays the same. I still see a two. I All give right. it props. I give it props for what it did, but I just can't enjoy it. I just can't. And I get the whole thing with it. I can't, but sorry, Laura, you know. All right. Fair I've been enough. eager to talk about that movie at some point again in the future. I don't know if we ever will. Maybe it'll be a pick your poison, but Ooh, that's, good idea. yeah, that's interesting. I want to hear what, you know, if you uh, saw or heard new, new things watching it again, but you know. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So Laura, what's going to be your second uh, revisit you talked about? Hmm, okay. The second one I'm going to talk about is people under the stairs. Ooh, okay. okay. I gave this a 1.5 the first time. That's crazy. 1.5 for that movie. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. This movie is still fucking ridiculous. Like, oh my God. But this time, I will say, I laughed through the entire movie. I didn't do wow. that the first time because I was like, this is Thank you. dumb. But the second time, I laughed. It was bananas. I mean, I you know what? As much as I still think the movie is dumb and ridiculous, I laughed way too hard for far too long to keep it at a 1.5. So I'm just bumping it to a two. A two? A half a point? Yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. Not bad. Not bad. You know, Greg, I know Greg's a little bit happier. I got a little bump, but I yeah. think he wanted a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I'll take I'll take the little bumps where I can get yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't, don't bite on that. 
Just roll, right yeah. Yeah. roll yeah. right along. Yeah, roll right along. Yep. What about what about you, Greg? What's your second movie you want to talk about? You rewatched the second one is the one I watched last night. I did not want to watch this. Collectively, our worst rated movie, Thanks Killing. Wait, wait. Do you have to you have to preface? Were you on any uh, substances? <laughs> <laughs> I may have been a little bit under the influence to, you know, to help ease the passage from scene to scene. Probably, it was probably some raised energy drinks. That's it. You know, yeah, it's just more raise, that. you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to get my mind, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, soak it in the rays. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, it's, it's very difficult for me to even give this movie a real rating. I feel like if you were to ask the creators of this movie, how, what do you think about how people would rate your movie? I think they would probably say, I don't, it doesn't really deserve a rating. It's not a rateable movie. <laughs> I imagine them saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's interesting. I sort of developed a theory, you know, in our first episode, Rob, I'd asked you about if, if all movies are worth watching and then you kind of hypothesized that, well, if someone put effort to, to, to make it, uh, it has worth. Mm-hmm. It, it, sh- it should be evaluated, looked at in some degree. So I was looking at this movie like this. If my friend had made this movie, Mm. how would I look at this? Am I going to be so critical or do I have something positive to say about it? And I think my rating will actually increase a little bit. It was a, it was a negative one to start. It was a negative one to start, which is kind of unfair. I mean, my thing was like, you have to pay me to watch it. And in some, (laughs) in some regards, that's kind of true, but uh, apparently you don't have to pay me. All you have to do is just make me a co-host on a podcast and I'll rewatch it. So (laughs) I did that. And then zero is to say like, there's no movie that that even exists. So I will bump this up to um, a point two. And that's to say, that's to say that, you know, look, you guys did something as bad as it was. I could actually imagine it would be worse. There were, you know, um, and that intro music is pretty fire. I, I have yeah. to admit. So, yeah, we're, we're bumping it up a whole 1.2 points. OK, nice, nice. I mean, I'll, we'll take it. You know, me and Jordan Downey will take it. You know, we'll, we'll take that, you know, bump a bit, you know, uh, <laughs> take that turkey bump. Yeah. Uh, so, um <laughs> Yeah, so so for me, my second one I want to talk about is our like we talked about our our intro movie that we established on this pod is I rewatched The Visit, and I really wanted to rewatch it, especially coming off Better Watch Out, which had the same two characters, and I really liked them in Better Watch Out a lot, you know. So I was hoping that that would transition over <laughs> into The Visit, but I mean. You know, after rewatching it, I, I I literally put in my notes still like, oh my god, this movie is horrible. Like I just I could not enjoy this movie again. You know, I I, I really spotlighted something that Greg pointed out in his first viewing was the the daughters the way she talked about movie making and cinema. The second time watching this, it was so annoying. Thank you. It was so annoying. It felt so unnatural. I actually liked the actually kid in this movie a lot more the second time. Mm. I didn't think I, you know, I actually laughed at a lot of his stuff, but for some reason, the second time she annoyed the hell out of me. So I, my original rating was what Laura one. Mm hmm. So I'm still staying with the one. I, I feel like I can't go lower than that. I'm not like Greg. I'm not going to do a point two or a negative score, you know, um, but I see a one, you know, because there is a couple of good jump scares. And I actually kind of did like the rapping kid in this movie a little bit the second time. He, he was pretty, <laughs> he had some pretty good jokes that I think I missed the first time, you know. 
Um, yeah, so I'll say the same thing, staying at a one, staying at a one. Damn. So what about what about you, Greg? Uh, what's going to be your third uh, movie oh, you watched? Here we go. The last movie that I rewatched was The Invitation, and I, did I? What was the score I gave it back then? You said you really liked it, and then you gave it a two point five. Mm-hmm. Also, the same score you gave The Happening. We just want to mm-hmm. preface that. But you know, we know that the way I, that I look at the movies, I don't compare them. I just say I call them like two and a half on its own scale, meaning it should make up two and a half of its own points to be perfect in its own right. But that said, um, so I rewatched this movie and um, I had a lot of the same gripes that I had in terms of not hearing about more about the cult that was behind it, you know, not getting to the bottom of like, you know, why they're even doing what they're doing and not seeing much change in the characters. Um, And I still had that, but it was so interesting this time around, all of that kind of faded to the side because I knew how it was going to end. So I could actually sit and appreciate more of the things that I, that I were very apparent. And clearly the acting is so fantastic from everybody. You know, there are, especially the, the main guy, I keep forgetting his, his name, um, the guy from the OC, mm-hmm. but his, everyone's ability to make that movie just so awkward and anxiety filled you know, um, it's just such a quality movie. And I feel like I unfairly rated it low last time. Yes. So I'm going to bump my rating up a lot, actually, and give us a 375. Laura's, Laura's dancing I'm right now. I'm so she, happy. Oh she's, my been, God. she's been griping about this for like months, you know, that Greg needs to <laughs> fix this. It's just like, I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So this is like, I'm going to sleep easy tonight. This is great. <laughs> well, because two uh, five means average. It's clearly way above average. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Okay. What about you, Laura? What's going to be your next movie you want to oh, talk shit. about? Oh, shit. I don't even know where to start. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I think before I get to my third movie, I have some bonus amendments I wanted to quickly bring up. One of them is actually The Invitation. I fucking love that movie clearly because I have been basically harassing Greg for fucking half a year about this movie. And when I re-listened to that episode, I gave it like a 3.5 or 3.75. So I don't give a shit what I gave it. It's like a 4.15 to me at this point. Uh, Before I get to Tremors, I also want to mention that I really wanted to rewatch Midsommar. I know there was no reason to need to rewatch it because we all liked it but i was a little surprised that i gave it a 3.5 because i remember it was such a strong movie Mm -hmm. and yeah watching it a second time dude this movie is incredible i feel like that's another movie that we could have a whole we could have a whole other episode talking about oh yeah it's insane so that's going i'm bumping that from a 3.5 to a 4.25 wow um all right, and now I am about to break Greg's heart here. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, which one did you pick for the... So I initially gave Tremors a one, and I decided to also be under certain influences when I watched this movie, thinking that would help. Some some raised energy drinks, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I slept through the whole thing. Yeah. I tried. You slept the Tremor? I, I kept waking up to random parts. I, oh my God. Like I woke up to her with her her uh, white sunscreen on her nose, back to sleep. <laughs> I woke up to uh, oh the guy up on the tower 
went back mm-hmm. to sleep. I actually woke up to when they were like finding the guy's head in the dirt back to sleep. <laughs> and then I woke like five up five minutes apart. To like, yeah, I know. To like Reba with all her guns. Still back to sleep. So I, I have to keep it at a one because like I can't stay awake. That's this not movie. fair. I can't stay I, awake. I'm I, sorry. Were you like laying in your bed doing the snuggle struggle where you covered your head? What were you doing? No, I had all the lights on. It was like 8 39 at night. It wasn't that late. I just... Were you were you sitting on your couch dozing off or laying down? I was I was in a uh-huh. reclining position. Oh, okay, okay. But wait uh-huh. a second. I don't fall asleep in movies ever. It's your husband. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my husband. He falls asleep in literally every movie. Yeah. <laughs> I never fall asleep. Wow. I was so out. I feel like, okay, if you watched a grand total of eight minutes of this movie, <laughs> if eight, maybe you watched the eight worst parts of it. Mm, I don't know. I feel like this uh, warrants uh, an actual rewatch. Like I literally wrote down in my notes, nope, I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> wow that's crazy that's crazy well okay all right well let me uh let me end it here with uh, my last rewatch this was the faculty mm-hmm. this was greg's movie pick uh i think originally i gave this a 0.5 rating i said this movie was garbage like the band garbage uh when we watched it i could not get into the 90s-ness of it like that that cheese of that movie you know, so I rewatched it. You know, I I did my best through this watching experience. I think I I think I had my wife cut my hair weird, like Josh Hartnett, so I can have the same bowl haircut as him, maybe to try to experience that a bit. You know, but uh, I have to say, second time around, I dug this cheese. Yes, I I ate yes. the cheese. I went in being like, let's just watch it. Very similar to Laura, I think, on People Under the Stairs, just being like, let me go in and just like experience this for the, you know, what I mean, experience it again, go for the ride. I fucking loved it, dude. All I right. just, I dug it. I was laughing at parts. I was digging like the cheesiness of it. So I'm I'm probably giving the biggest bump here, going from a point five to a three. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So uh, at least you got you got one, Greg. You got one of us. I think that that jumped up there. I think from Tremors and People on the Stairs and some of your other movie picks. Uh, but yeah. faculty, man, me and you we can go watch it in your creepy garage sometime, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Very nice. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for this week's episode, you know, and actually this big two part anniversary spectacular we're starting to put on now, you know, it's been on going on so long now. Um, but uh, let's, uh, so let's get back into like our normal routine now a bit. So next week, we're going to be going back to my movie pick. Uh, but also before I announce that you have to remember, we have conjecture choice still coming up in a couple of weeks. So keep emailing in what movies you want us to conjecture. You can hit us up conjecturing pod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram at conjecturing pod. Um, so my movie pick next week, I mean, you guys listen to these, you know, this, these episodes and everything you heard Justin Long continuously talked about in multiple times, how much I love him. And I know we're coming off watching him and to drag me to hell only a couple weeks ago. But as my drop says, I can only I only want more Justin Long. <laughs> so I'm picking uh, the movie Tusk Ooh, to watch is. coming off our anniversary that show is. starring Justin Long, directed by Kevin Smith, written by Kevin Smith. Uh, it's one of the horror movies I've actually seen and one that Laura does not want to watch. So <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I'm picking it right now. So. <laughs> no. 
Um, so I think that's it for the week here. Again, congrats, you guys, for our year anniversary. Yes. Uh, it was super cool, epic. Thank you guys for going on this journey with me in a whole a year in total and also this, like, four-hour extravaganza we put on tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> it's super late. I'm glad I got a raise energy drink to end the night. Uh, it's kept me going. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, this has been The Conjecturing. I've been Rob. And Laura. And Greg and Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about Tony. That's true. Yeah, until next time, remember horror subjective, so conjecture your way. See ya. Bye. Bye, guys. Chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> I have an actual sound bite. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We'll, we'll use that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>